So yesterday we had Leon Benjamin, who is running again, uh, this time for the Republican nomination to um, try to win the congressional seat that he lost uh, when the late Congressman Don McEachin uh, beat him in November. Congressman McEachin died, what, about two and a half weeks ago? So now the seat is open, and and Republicans are having an event uh, tomorrow where they will pick their nominee. Um, And there are three candidates who made the filing deadline. We've talked to Leon Benjamin. We just talked to Dale Sturdivant, a former uh, state trooper who is running. And now we get the opportunity to meet Derek Holly, who is the third candidate out there who will be on the ballot tomorrow. Uh, Derek, I really appreciate you joining us. I want to give you the floor to introduce yourself and tell us why you're why you're in this race. Good morning. Good morning, John. Thanks for having me on this morning. I yes, appreciate sir. the opportunity. So you know, I've been considering this run. I was, you know, for I was actually going to do it in 2024. And then unfortunate, the unfortunate um, passing of uh, Congressman McKeachin, mm-hmm. you know, God bless rest his soul. I said a prayer for his family because uh, I know the pain that they must be going through right now because I lost my mother years ago yeah. during the holiday. So I understand how they're feeling. However, I looked at this as an opportunity. So I scrambled get together the team so we can get in this race. Now, I am a Virginia boy, grew up and down in Chesapeake, and you know our 4th District goes all the way down to Chesapeake, all the way down to the Dismal Swamp. Right. And so I've been, I've been in Washington, D.C. fighting for Virginia, and I have an organization called Reaching America hmm. where we address complex social issues impacting vulnerable populations. One of the issues we do the most work on is reducing energy poverty, which occurs when individuals and families are unable to afford basic heating, electric, and gasoline needs. Hmm. And so many people are feeling that for the first time, especially senior citizens, from this aggressive green agenda that's coming from the Biden administration. I've had the opportunity to go before Congress and give witness testimony five times on this issue and uh, on energy and other related issues that are impacting these vulnerable populations. From one of my testimonies last year, Representative Kevin Hearn introduced H.R. 4266, the Energy Poverty Prevention and Accountability Act, um, based off of one of my testimonies. Basically, it says that all U.S. citizens will have access to safe, affordable, and reliable energy. Mm-hmm. And so we know right now that our energy crisis is self-inflicted, and it is the driving root of this terrible economy that we're facing right now. And so my platform... And everything that I do when I fight for Virginia or I go before Congress is because when I first graduated from college with the energy is deeply rooted in me, I worked for Norfolk Southern as a brakeman mm-hmm. down at the terminal. Our job and responsibility was loading coal ships that transported coal all around the world. In addition to that, my grandfather was a black coal miner in southwest Virginia. And so I've, I've probably pinned upwards of 75 or 80 op-eds and I've said it before Congress many times. If our natural resources are worthy enough for the rest of the world, mm-hmm. why is it not good enough for us right here at home? Well, you know, I'm on board with you on that. You're absolutely right. And that sounds like personal testimony where you, where you get it. If you, if you secure the nomination tomorrow, the, the Republican nomination, and you start, uh, I guess, you, you know, spending the next th- uh, two-plus months knocking on doors, will people know you, or is this a, a first introduction? 
This is the first introduction. However, we're doing. We have a, I've uh, been able to assemble a nice a DC team that can that understands the grassroots and what has to be done. Mm-hmm. And so we do plan to be on the ground, knocking on doors, introducing myself to, introducing me to everyone that we can possibly speak to. Yeah. Um, and we're talking about education. We're talking all. <laughs> my platform are the E's education, enforcement, because we have to bring in law enforcement. We have to support law enforcement, especially in the fourth places like Richmond and Hopewell and Petersburg that are just just out of control with crime. So law uh, enforcement, education, the economy, and economic development. Those are the the platforms that I'm running on right now. You know, I think a lot of people liked Don McEachin as a person. He'd been a delegate. He was a state senator. Then he was a congressman. And from what I'm told, his office was pretty good about constituent services. You know, when my dad died, uh, Don McEachin sent us a personal note. I mean, they knew each other in the General Assembly. So, I, But I was kind of impressed by that. But with him no longer occupying the seat, do you think that the Democrats have vulnerabilities on some of these judgments that they that they've made, you know, like the law enforcement, they, they're attacking police and 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 those positions. John, I really do, and that's why I looked at this as an opportunity um, to get in this race for this special election with the, just with a short amount of time. Because if there was ever a time to flip this district, it's right now this special election. Because I think um, we can, with the right candidate, with the right message and messenger, the messenger, we can excite get some excitement within the party um, around this candidate and maybe perhaps catch the Democrats, maybe some of them sleeping and not, and not having as many people come out for this special election. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping. What do you think about the racial issue here? I've, I've been told by some people like, you know, it has to be a black candidate. And if, if the Democrats nominate Joe Morrissey instead of uh, Senator McClellan, two, two senators up against each other, then a black Republican candidate really has an opportunity because black voters just are not going to trust a white candidate. I mean, Joe Morrissey's done well with 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 minority voters in the past. I'm not sure I buy that. But what do you, how do you how do you handle the racial? Um, you know, issue? John, I've heard that that since I've been in the race mm-hmm. and I don't put a lot of merit to it. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to come down to the best candidate, the candidate with the right message. Um, who can actually touch on all the issues that are impacting people's lives right now. Again, that's the economy. The economy is outrageous right now. Our energy prices are outrageous right now. Crime, we're going through the roof in all these cities. And, and, and education, we need to make sure that our children have a, a, a great education. Because as you know, a good education can lift a child out of poverty. It yeah. did it for me. Yeah. I've asked everybody who's come on the air, and this is one of my standard questions, you think you can raise money quick so that you can compete uh, I mean, of course, here at the radio station, we'd love for you to buy ads here, but you'll have to buy TV <laughs> and you know introduce yourself to to folks, especially if you've sure. got an established I, I, Democrat. I do, John, I think because you know I've been here, you know, in Washington, mm-hmm. I understand how Washington operates. I've been on the Hill working, and I am in a, and so even for that bill that I had HR four two six six that the that was introduced from one of my testimonies, we mm-hmm. had fourteen co sponsors of that bill. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of resources up here. And I think if we, you know, if I'm able to be the nominee, it's going to create some excitement within the party and the establishment here in Washington D.C. And I think that will we'll be able to leverage that that excitement towards this race in the fourth, yeah. and perhaps have some some <laughs> have some uh, some some people coming into into the fourth that you know hadn't necessarily been here before yeah. uh, to support. 
Well, how can we track you? How can we find out more about you? Since since Republicans in the fourth have got to make a decision tomorrow, <laughs> I want to give them some resources. So Derek Holly for Congress um, it should be live, and um, you can go on and Derek Holly. You can find anything you want about me, Derek Holly for Congress, and um, at D Holly at DJ Holly on Twitter. And it's H O L L I E if people are looking I-E, it up. H O L L I E. Yep. Awesome. And Derek Holly for Congress. Derek, I really appreciate you coming on. It's a pleasure to meet you, and we'll look forward to you know continuing the conversation over the next couple of months. One way or the other. John, Thank I appreciate you. you having me on. Thank you. Absolutely.